What I'd like to do today is address Senate Bill 446, uh, which uses the euphemism right to rent, which is obviously very deceptive. And let me just say in, in preface, uh, we're not sure now what has happened to the bill. It was originally scheduled to be on the calendar for Senate action tomorrow, Tuesday, but as of now, it, it seems to have disappeared, uh, at least for a, on a temporary basis. This is the bill that was brought to the state by Airbnb. What it does is undermine zoning regulations in the towns, villages, and cities of Wisconsin. It undermines decades and decades of ordinances that have been carefully crafted to preserve the balance between commercial uses in and around residential neighborhoods. The real threat that the bill uh, provides, and it's already been documented in other places where similar legislation has been enacted, is that it drives up the cost of housing, it minimizes the availability of affordable housing by turning apartments and single-family homes into hotels. It allows the property owner who invests and buys these speculative properties the opportunity without municipal regulation and without municipal zoning to turn these into hotel rooms. It preempts local ordinances, whether it's a town, village, or city. And not only does it then endanger affordable housing in a community which is purchased for speculative purposes, but it also undermines other investments in the neighborhood, the most important and dramatic of which is the local public schools. We've seen patterns in this country where similar types of investments have led have led to properties going out of the uh, availability of families. The properties are no longer used for family housing. In turn, the school population declines and in turn then becomes either the threat of the school closing or uh, the actuality of it happening. This is what happened in Madison, Wisconsin for a different reason almost 50 years ago when the baby boomers enrolled and residential neighborhoods in this city were overwhelmed by students as housing was purchased for speculative purposes, driving out families. And before it was all over, seven Madison public schools closed. It's what's happening now in San Francisco, and it threatens the viability of our neighborhoods throughout the state. We have plenty of hotels and hotel rooms and bed and breakfasts is available here in Wisconsin. And certainly all of our communities have significant areas zoned for commercial development if more hotel space is needed. It will be a real tragedy if Senate Bill 446 goes through and from one end of the state to the other at a time when we need affordable housing more than ever we see this happen and we see this uh, effect 
on other institutions like our schools, like neighborhood shopping, and things of that sort. In addition to the problems of affordable housing and the problems of, of schools closing, if we start getting clusters of these kinds of investments and these kinds of mini hotels, it obviously changes the characteristics of the neighborhood, creates new parking problems, noise problems, and the kinds of activities that are associated uh, with tourism. So with that, uh, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions about the legislation. Can you kind of speak about the, the ordinance that was adopted here? How effective has that been? Because I, I know it yeah. these tourist rooming houses. Three, three years ago, we adopted an ordinance here in Madison. In terms of the way the ordinance is crafted, we're quite happy. We think it allows a certain balance. It makes sure that if a uh, lodging, if a home, whether it's single family or an apartment, is rented, that in turn it's not more than 30 days. It can't be an absentee landlord. And there are a couple of problems, but overall the concept works. Now let me just mention that the problems that we're encountering, first, too many of the uh, uh, prospective rentals are not paying their room tax. We know that simply by looking at the Airbnb site for Madison, Wisconsin, looking at the number of rentals, and looking at our, our collections. One of the things we intend to do is to talk to Airbnb and see if we will get cooperation from them, as is the case in some other cities, where they, as part of the agreement, uh, will make sure that the, the room tax is collected at the time of the lodging. Another problem, which is not our problem uh, as much as it is the landlord's problem, is that a number of apartments are being sublet, including some university-owned dorm spaces, um, as Airbnb rentals. Uh, we've identified some locations uh, besides the university dorms, some of the student housing on Langdon Street is, is being rented, and uh, this is, it's clearly in violation of uh, the leases that the landlords have. So in terms of enforcement, I know that for a while the, the city was, was sending police after tracking yes. Ubers using the app, but are, are you sending any of your uh, Love, staff to... We, we, here's, here's what we're contemplating. We had a staff meeting just two weeks ago, and we are contemplating hiring one person. In other cities, we've heard as many as four to five staffers have been hired to track all of the rentals and monitor and ensure that the room tax is being collected. We want to make sure there's no violations of zoning, and if there should be a violation that we detect of a lease, we would let the landlord know. Um, what is hoped for is that this will become efficient and consequently uh, that the additional collection in, in room tax 
will will pay for the uh, for the staff. Uh, we don't think that more than one person would be needed here in Madison. About how many are out there generally from week to week? Would you? Uh, you all hang on one second. All right, so this won't work for the TV cameras pointed in the wrong direction. But you can see these are all the listings that right this moment are available. The red dots mean the entire premises is available. The blue dots means that private rooms and the green dots, which are not very frequent, uh, are shared rooms. Now you'll notice uh, there's a couple of dots that are in the lakes. That's because Airbnb does not show the exact spot. They, they allow it to wander so you can't identify it. Uh, but if you look carefully, for example, uh, you'll see some that are clearly in and around the UW campus. And here, let me zoom in for a second. Do you have any fiscal analysis of how much room tax the city is losing out on from this? We, we don't have an exact amount right now, but we're, we're working on it. Um, Has the university done anything to? Not that we can tell. Uh, not that we can tell. Um, but you can see, there's one in particular here that I, if I can find it, we'll look at. Um, uh, let's take a look at this one in the lake. Yeah, somebody's got to go back uh, to their English class. <laughs> and learn how to spell downtown. I'm sure it's just a typo. Um, oh, come on. Alright, now, here, here's what you can do when you get a situation like this. What you can do is you can look at the photos of the interior and the exterior of the premises, and then you can figure out exactly where that property is. And I'm pretty sure that the view is of an apartment building that's um, between Lake and Francis on Langdon. It's, it's just off of uh, Francis Street. It's, it's just west of Francis. And I doubt that the property owner is here. You, know, you figure out this is an elevated building. You can identify the building on the left. So you can get a general idea where the apartment is. So you haven't talked to the university about this? We've not. We're trying to decide now what to do. We're also obviously more focused on stopping SB 446. Once we do that, I uh, we hope we're successful then we're going to decide how to manage it from this point forward, making sure that our zoning codes aren't, in, aren't, aren't violated, making sure that uh, the required room taxes are collected, 
and then we're going to figure out how to contact any property owner, whether it's a UW through its housing or it's a private landlord to make sure that they know how the premises are used. Are you seeing a lot of these rentals as the seven days or longer like the bill is suggesting or is there no way to track that? We can't find that out and that's uh, why we hope that we can get the cooperation from Airbnb as they have provided in a few other cities where just as in a normal hotel room when you check out you're paying for the room any taxes which includes uh, the room tax. And I'm sorry, you said right now are Airbnb rooms getting that room tax? We're getting collections from some, but we're we're sure we're not getting a significant number. I mean, if SB 446 becomes law, does, I mean, what effect will that have on the room tax? It should have no effect on the room tax. We're still entitled to collect the room tax. The problem it's going to have is that this uh, utilization of housing is going to spread. And as I said earlier, it's going to make a tighter housing situation here in Madison, in, in towns and villages throughout the state, and it could have a real adverse effect on school populations as families with two, three kids find that they cannot live in the neighborhood. I mean, if, if, if a place is rented three times a month, the owner can make uh, as much, if not more, money than an ongoing monthly rental. Uh, it looks like that Sanctuary Cities bill will not be taken up tomorrow either. Will Which one? The Sanctuary Cities bill. Ah, uh, okay. For you, would do you have any comments about that? If, if you know, the the furor over the Sanctuary Cities was uh, was unfortunate. And here you had a dilemma on, on both sides of the issue. On the one hand, from a technical standpoint, uh, while we know what the spirit of Madison's uh, resolution is, it technically does not meet the standard of a sanctuary city. On the other hand, um, those in the legislature who would punish us uh, find that a distinction that doesn't make a difference in their minds. The other thing, of course, is real concern to us uh, is just the trend we're seeing here of interference with local governments by a state legislature, um, a state legislature that claims, as a majority of them are conservatives, that the state should stay out of our lives and leave these decisions to local government. We reviewed that last week in our discussion about Senator uh, Fitzgerald's leadership and what's happened in regards to our landlord-tenant preemptions, what has happened in terms of regulating how our city clerk works and operates uh, in, in light of all of these new voter suppression statutes that have been adopted and I think you're all well aware, and since we're on that subject, um, that examinations of, of uh, criminal activity, violations of the, uh, the laws, is, is basi basically uh, non-existent. 
millions and millions of votes cast in these states and uh, not even a, a handful of incidents of voter fraud. And yet they come in under the guise of uh, wanting to uh, uh, stop illegal voting when they're really intending to stop legitimate voters here in Wisconsin, ranging from uh, young college students and high school students who will be voting for the first time to veterans of World War II. So what's on the calendar tomorrow, too, is um, the, uh, and it's been described as ending voter registration drives. Are these special um, election deputies? Do you know anything about that? Or it's, it's it, it, well, look what they've done to date. They've limited the hours that we can have our city clerk office open. We wanted to have more hours available for uh, people to register to vote, more hours available for people to cast absentee ballots. We wanted more hours available for the public to ex access uh, their right to vote. And so none of this surprises me. Um, it, it, unfortunately, it's just, just one tragic mistake after another. Let me just make one final comment. Unfortunately, we've discussed a handful of pieces of legislation uh, pending here in our state. I wish I could come before you and say there's two or three really critical bills that would be great for the state of Wisconsin that we urge adoption. But that's not the nature of uh, Senator Fitzgerald's legislature. How's that records request coming? Oh, just fly along. <laughs> okay. The span of it is just incredible. We'll probably find three dandelion seeds in the whole mess. All right. Thank you all.